0: Israel, and the world, and the world, and
1: the world, and the world, and the world. Shalom. Peace and blessings to all. Welcome today to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. Cynthia Marjoram, my love, first of all, I just want to thank, I know you thank with me, all of you that are supporting this ministry. Because of you, not only are the lost being reached all over the earth through this broadcast, but additionally, God's people are being built up in the truth, helping them to endure and to thrive during the difficult times in which we find ourselves living. Amen, amen. Today we're going to be talking about how to be led by the Spirit of the Lord, how to hear Him and be led by Him. This is a, this is our life, you know, every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Right. In your own life, maybe you could share with our viewers and those that will be listening on radio, an application that might help them to be able to hear and be led by the Holy Spirit.
0: Right, right. Well, I think that the one thing I learned was when I go to read my Bible, that I take that Bible out and I ask the Holy Spirit to speak through it, that it's not just words on a page, that it's not something that just goes through my mind, but that this Spirit Word comes into my heart and really, you know, awakens me to the truth and the reality and transforms my mind. So that is number one. And we've learned how he's a subtle voice. So it's paying attention to that subtle voice that's speaking all through the day and seizing that word.
1: I'm glad to be back in the mountains of Colorado to be continuing our journey through the book of Romans. You know, we read the gospels and find that Jesus, Yeshua himself, oftentimes went up into the mountains. And we're right now, we're over 10,000 Feet high, So sometimes my voice when I'm filming up here, it sounds a bit more like a uh, foggy, but just because the air is thinner and uh, just kind of the different climates can sometimes affect your voice. So let's begin. Let's look to the Father today that the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart would be pleasing to him and be impactful and a blessing for his sake unto you. So, Father, we thank you today for the beauty of your creation. Father, we thank you for your word today. Father, we declare that your word is life. It's life to our flesh and to our bones. Father, we pray that you'll fill us today with the spirit of the living God through your written word, that you will strengthen us for such a time as this to be able to be conquerors in the earth for your kingdom and your glory. Father, strengthen us, we pray, by the resurrection of King Jesus as we receive your word implanted into our hearts. We're going line by line through the book of Romans, and we're going to be picking up today in the 8th chapter and the 14th verse, which was where I left off last time. Now, there's much that I said last time, but I want to continue because this is such an important verse. Romans 8, verse 14, hear the word of God. For all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God it's really interesting how much emphasis the epistles of paul and the letters of john place on being led by the spirit listen to this again because i'm going to contrast it listen for all who are being led by the spirit of god these are the sons of god you see when the new testament writers wrote the New Testament for us, whether it was Peter or James or Paul or John, they didn't have a Bible like you and I have today, one book with all the different letters of the New Testament, all the pages of the Hebrew Bible. They had fragments in some of the synagogues from the Hebrew Bible, but they didn't have today in written form the complete New Testament as you and I have. And so they were totally depending on the Spirit. Now, the words of Yeshua had been circulating to the churches. Paul was writing letters to the different churches. He wrote a letter to the church at Ephesus. He wrote a couple letters to the church at Corinth, etc. And it was being passed on verbally and eventually written down and uh, for others to read as well, copies being made. But they were totally dependent, beloved, on the spirit. And unfortunately, I think the challenge that you and I are facing is that we don't depend on the reality of the Spirit of God enough. You and I today sometimes are not aware that the written Word of God alone is not enough. We need a marriage in our life between the written Word of God and the Holy Spirit at work. The Spirit and the Word, beloved, work together. So Paul said, those that are being led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. But if we're not aware of the Holy Spirit, if we're not listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit, what do I mean when I say listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit? Jesus said in the book of Revelation, he that has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. And so Yeshua is saying, listen, if you can hear what the Spirit is saying, then listen. But if we're not expecting the Holy Spirit to speak to us, if we're not actively listening, and what do I mean by actively listening? I mean that we're very conscientious, beloved, listen now, of our inner man, of our inner man. Because the way the Holy Spirit speaks to us, the way that we're led by the Spirit is primarily through the inner man, it's through the witness of the indwelling Holy Spirit. And so we develop what I call the art of intuitive listening and to be able to better be led by the Spirit, to hear the voice of the Spirit, to discern the leading of the Spirit. Because once again, Paul says, those that are led by the Spirit, these are the sons of God. And so to be led by the Spirit, we must become conscious of his leading. We must be able to discern the movement of the spirit within us. And the way that we do that is by practicing discipline in our life in which we're taking time every day to disconnect from the world, to simply look up and know that he is God. You see, the Lord told us in the Psalms, be still and know that I am God. But if we're not taking the time to discipline ourselves, to just sit before Him, to simply be still, if we're not taking the time to build that discipline in our life, it's gonna be very difficult to be led by the Spirit. Instead, we're gonna be led by technology. We're gonna be led by our smartphone. We're gonna be led by the culture. We're gonna be led by the pressure of life, the pressure of our job, the pressure of relationships, the fear of man. You see, we need to break all that off and set aside time to just develop a conscious awareness of God's presence in our life. Many of you that have been following my ministry, you've heard me talk about this often, but it is so very important. A good tool that I like to recommend to people is the International House of Prayer in Kansas City. You can live stream it, and basically it just sanctified worship music Singing unto the Lord, not with real high energy, but just soft, because the Holy Spirit is primarily gentle. David said of the Lord, Your gentleness has made me great. Remember, Elijah said that the Lord is primarily, He's not in the earthquake, He's not in the fire, He's in, listen now, the still, small voice. The voice of the Holy Spirit, the leading of the Holy Spirit—it's such an art. It's such a—it requires such a an awareness that if we haven't developed the awareness, if we're not listening, we'll miss it. Listen again to the verse we're, we're focusing on. Paul said, Romans 8:14, "For all who are le- being led by the Spirit, these are the sons of God." A few weeks ago, I was invited to uh, participate in a service that I just showed up to encourage a friend. I just wanted to bless this brother, so I drove down to where he pastors on a Sunday morning, and I got there, it was a small little church, and I got there, and he said, hey, would you be willing to share just for about five minutes? And I said, sure. So I sat down and I said, Lord, what, what would you like me to share? Uh, I, I didn't go there to preach, I went there just to encourage this brother. So there was something that was already stirring in my heart that uh, was, would have been real easy for me to ke- communicate because it was really passionate in me. And I said, Lord, um, what is it that you, that you want me to share? I'm feeling this particular passion about what I've been meditating on before you, but I want to make sure that this is what you want me to share. And as I was sitting in my seat in the pew there, it was really just a chair, but I looking up to the Lord, what should I share? I faintly saw... And beloved, this is what I want to stress. It was so faint what I saw. It was was so far away what I saw. But I saw a scripture reference. And it was different from what was in my heart that I wanted to share. But when I inquired to the Lord, what should I share? I saw, again, it was so faint. It was so far away. But I saw in the spirit a scripture reference. Again, if I hadn't developed a spiritual sensitivity, I would have never even known it because it was so vague. But I I saw it. It was like a silent seeing and hearing. And then I went to open my Bible to look up what that verse said. And I just randomly just opened my Bible to be able to turn to where that verse was. But when I looked down to where I would randomly opened the Bible to, beloved ones, it was on the verse that I just saw in the Spirit, which is not a verse that I had turned to often, so it wasn't like my Bible was worn out there and it just turned to it because it had been worn. The point was I was led by the Spirit, and the way that I was led was not the Lord speaking to me with a thunderous voice that I couldn't have missed. No, rather, He spoke to me in such a way that I saw in the Spirit in such a way that was so subtle that if I hadn't developed my spiritual sensitivities by simply practicing being still before the Lord every day and waiting on him, asking me just to set, be, become sensitive to his voice, if I, if I hadn't been practicing that discipline in my life, I would have missed it when he spoke to me. So I want to encourage you today. If you really love Jesus, if you're really hungry for God, I mean, you want him more than anything else in your life and you're willing to do anything to find him, to be led by him, to be walking in divine alignment with him, to be living under his anointing. Beloved, it takes some spiritual discipline. And that's why Paul said, as you've heard me say many times, bodily discipline is profitable because it helps you in this life. But he said, "Spiritual discipline is even more profitable because it won't even—it won't only rather help you in this life, but it's even going to bear fruit for you in the life to come." And so we need to be led by the Spirit of God, and we have to pay, play our part to uh, to come under His voice in order to be successfully led by His Spirit and to bear much fruit as a result.
0: The last night of the Crusade, there was just such a strong word of repentance. There's
1: still hundreds here tonight. You've known about Jesus, but you've never fully given yourself to him.
0: And uh, calling people to receive the Lord, of letting people know that if the Lord is drawing you, this might be your last chance.
1: For some of you, beloved, I hear him saying, this is your one last chance.
0: Because we have to come when the Lord draws us. We can't choose when to come. We have to respond to the Spirit. That's what the Bible says, if today you hear His voice, do not harden your heart. And let people know how serious this is. And that if you don't know the Lord, if you're not walking with Him, if you've never given your life to Him, maybe even some of you are in church, but you never got serious about God, this may be your last chance. If that's you tonight, would you raise your hand? With your hand
1: raised, I want you to come. I want to pray for you.
0: And hundreds of people came forward to receive the Lord. And it was a powerful ending to our time of ministry. And of course, that's the main reason we come, is to bring people to Jesus so that they can receive the Lord and be saved, spirit, soul, mind, and body. The Bible says, he that believes in him shall be saved. He that calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And that's what we're here to do, announce the good news of the gospel.
1: Shalom, beloved. Whether it's through on-the-ground outreaches like the one you just saw, or whether it's through television through which we're reaching all parts of the world, we couldn't be doing it without those of you that the Lord has raised up to become monthly partners with this ministry. We are reaching so many people. And to those of you that are already our monthly partners, I wanna say thank you to those of you that are being touched by this ministry and sense the witness of the holy spirit that it's authentic and god has raised it up i want to ask you today would you become a monthly partner with discovering the jewish jesus when you do beloved many will be blessed the spirit himself testifies this has to do with what i was just saying the spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. Now, let's focus really down deep on this for a second, because I don't want us to miss that, because a lot of times we know we hear Scripture and we don't really get a full impact from it because it just, sometimes it's just words. We intellectually understand it, but we don't really grab a deeper revelation. But I want us to consider the Spirit himself testifies, listen now, with our spirit, that we are the children of God. See, oftentimes today, Christian people are running around looking for the manifestation of the spirit. They're running around looking to get a word from somebody, a prophetic word from somebody. They're running around looking to see a miracle, looking to see a physical healing. They're running around uh, to different places, even not only in their own city, but even times across the United States or around the world to where God is moving. And they're looking for the spirit primarily by looking for his activity through outside phenomenon. And we praise God for when the Lord manifest his glory in the earth by doing miracles. We praise God when we see and experience The gifts of the Holy Spirit manifest. These are all great things, healing, miracles, tongues. All these things are fantastic and they're life to the church. The church needs the gifts of the Spirit. But beloved, there's something below and deeper than this. And that is the internal witness of the Spirit, where he bears witness with our spirit so we can sense not only that we're the children of the Father that were children of God, but we can also sense his leading. So that we have a sense within us as to whether we should call this person or not call this person, whether we should take this action that we may be considering about any given detail of our life or not take that action. If you're in ministry, the Spirit will lead you whether to go this direction or that direction. And how does he lead you? Listen. Listen to verse 16 again. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit. And where is our spirit? Our spirit is not out there somewhere, right? Our spirit's not out there somewhere. Our spirit is inside us. And so if we're going to have the witness of the Spirit leading us, we have to become sensitive to what is going on inside us. Many years ago, over 37 years ago, I I, I can only go back, it was 1978, the Lord revealed himself to me supernaturally in a vision, as many of you know. Approximately three years after that, I was sitting down one morning, and I was going through a deep season of repentance, and suddenly, as I was just sitting down during this great season of uh, repentance in my life, the Spirit of the Lord Literally, beloved ones, he manifested himself above my head so that I visibly saw him. Just like Acts chapter 2, when the disciples visibly saw the Spirit manifest as tongues. I didn't see him with my physical eyes, but I saw him with my spiritual eyes, as clear as I had seen anything in my life with my physical eyes. He manifested himself above my head, and then he came, listen, this is the point I want to go to, he then came through my head and took possession of what the Bible calls our inner man. And in that instant, I realized that when the Bible says we have an inner man, we literally scientifically have an inner man. There's something inside us that has physicality to it. It's the place where the spirit lives. And I noticed that day when the spirit manifested himself above my head, that he came, listen now, through my head. In other words, his primary way of imparting himself to me was not in my head, but rather he came through my head and it was in my inner man. And so listen again, I want us to become people that have learned how to discern the movement of the Ruach HaKodesh we call in Hebrew, the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit inside us, the Ruach Elohim, the spirit of God. The spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. That's why Jesus said, you believe because you see. And that was fantastic. That's why he did the miracles, so they'd see and come to him. But then he went on to say, there's something more. He said, but blessed are those that can believe without seeing. That's where he wants to bring us all to. Practice becoming aware of what's going on inside you. Too many of us, my beloved friends, were are out of touch what's going on inside us. We live in a culture that's out of touch. Even children today, by and large, little kids, they don't play outside anymore. They're not rooted to the earth. They're not even rooted to real relationships. They're rooted to their video games and their their smartphone games and all rooted to some type of pseudo reality that's outside themselves in technology. We're living in a cultural crisis in which people are no longer rooted to themselves. They're no longer aware of who they are in the outside. They're looking outside themselves for life. And beloved, that is not only a pseudo reality, but it's a reality that stems from the powers of darkness whose purpose is to disconnect us from our inside where God is when we receive him and be connected to a pseudo reality of technology instead so that he can control us through demonic input that's being generated not by God's spirit that's bearing witness with our spirit on the inside, but that rather we're being controlled by the world. And so let's get back to ancient truths. Let's get back to divine wisdom. We need to pull back from all the technology. We need to pull back from the world. And we need to recognize that you and I have been connected to God by being created in his image. And then when we receive Yeshua, he comes to live inside us and by walking in that supernatural reality of knowing that we've been created in His image and in His likeness, and that the way we fellowship with Him, the way we commune with Him, the way we abide in Him is by becoming aware of His Spirit inside us. When we enter into that zone, we're going to be led by the Spirit of God. For all who are being led by the Spirit of God, These are sons of God. Verse 16, the Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. Beloved, this is Rabbi Schneider saying today, God loves us so much. We don't have any way we could possibly comprehend how much he loves us. And only as we put him first and seek to disconnect from the world in order to be connected to him will we enter in to the deeper realities that his word has promised and Jesus is even now declaring over our lives. I know that many of you that love God's Word are really benefiting from this study in the book of Romans. It's one of my favorite books in the Bible. In fact, Paul lays the greatest theological treatise out of any of the books that he wrote in the book of Romans. It deals with so many issues. In the first 11 chapters, Paul deals with theological issues. And then from chapter 12 through 16, he deals with practical issues. In Romans 15.27, Paul urges the Gentiles that are benefiting from his ministry to sow their finances to help the Jewish church in Jerusalem. And then in 1 Corinthians 9.11, Paul tells the Gentile church that's been grafted into the Commonwealth of Israel to support him in his ministry so that he can continue to reach the loss for Jesus beloved one if you believe in what we're doing if you believe in me if you're being helped by this ministry if you're confident that others will be enriched as well i want to ask you to make an offering to the lord today through discovering the jewish jesus
2: here's how you can donate or become a monthly partner send your tax deductible gift to discovering the jewish jesus p.o box 777 blissfield michigan 49228 Or to give by credit card, visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com or call 1-800-777-7835 or text the keyword rabbi to 45777. To show our appreciation, we'll send you an audio CD and download of Rabbi's Message of the Month and our most recent newsletter. Your gift is bringing salvation, healing, and deliverance to Israel and the world through television, internet, and crusade outreaches. Finally, many of us have honored God with our finances while living, but have we considered how we can honor the Lord with our finances when we pass on? For more information, click Will and Estate Gifts at DiscoveringTheJewishJesus.com.
1: In the book of Numbers chapter six, the Lord gave instructions to Moses and Aaron to speak this blessing over his people. And the Lord said, when you speak these words over my people, I will place my name on them and bless them. Receive the impartation of the Lord's blessings. Ya varecheche Yahweh vayishmarecha Recha Yahweh p'navelecha Vi khuna e Isa Find Discovering the Jewish Jesus on all your favorite social media
2: outlets and stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. Connecting with Discovering the Jewish Jesus has never been easier. If two of you agree on earth about anything that they may ask, it shall be done for them by my Father who is in heaven. Let our prayer team pray for you knowing that we're sons and daughters of God is often understated. Join Rabbi as he reminds us to value this revelation and how we should be encouraged.